Hello, I'm Maria, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of Anthropological Theory. Today, we'll be going over the political economy from now and then. Later on, my co-host Gabe will be discussing the holistic view that society gives us. Well, let's start off. What is political economy? Well, political economy seen through the lens of an anthropological perspective is culture being shaped within the context of unequal access to wealth and power. Political economy views the material conditions giving rise to these as being grounded in Marxian ideology. For political economy following Marx, such interests are inscribed in the ways that society is different according to socioeconomic class, gender, and race. But whoever controls the means of producing wealth and power, it argues that it also controls conditions for the production of knowledge itself. When knowledge about the world is taken for granted or unquestioned, it loses its character and it becomes to to be seen as natural. Marx believed in material relationships. Then later on, Wolf expanded this thought by how material relationships shape society. While Marx was profoundly historical, Wolf believed that concept was not nearly economic in the strict sense, but also ecological, social, political, and social psychological. Now, let's have Gabe share how political economy is affecting us today. So to get segue into political economy, he will be discussing the observable relations we learn from the demand and need for both mask and respirators at our global economy and its observable effects on the American political economy with context from the agency of people within it. Hello. Thanks, Maria. So before I I get to how we can understand political economy today, uh, I'll be I'll be adding some background information on on political economy from the works of both Eric and Patrick Wolf. Eric Wolf is the neo-Marxist and political economist that we're focusing on, of which spearheaded political economy as we know it, and also Patrick Wolf uh, and his work on settler colonialism. So the work, well, firstly, the the work of Patrick Wolf uh, on settler colonialism is important because it kind of sets the the stage for... uh, for why capitalist societies are, why the capitalist society we live in is so pervasive, uh, and it's just just a result of history, and the, the actions taken by by colonialists. They uh, they extracted resources. Well, excuse me. They they forcibly forcibly put themselves in a in a, in an uh, in a location to then extract whether it be resources uh, raw mat- well raw materials and mainly land and that's the argument that Patrick Wolf is asserting is that is that really the it's it's not a question of 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 the motive excuse me it's not a motive of hate that drives colonialism onto foreign onto uh, other lands but it's it's really just the need a uh, a society's need or a metropolis's need for resources, and as as we know in history, uh, imperialist societies 
and colonial societies put their footprint in other parts of the world to be able to extract these raw materials, whether it be, for example, rubber, sugar, uh, cacao, and and so on. So so the, the these how colonialism plays into our understanding of of our modern political economy really is significant. So so going back to to Eric Wolf and political economy he asserts that political economy can be understood through a holistic approach and and is needed to to be able to understand the the interplay between these parts of society and the parts of society would be the economics of uh, the economy of society, the politics of society, and the sociocultural interplay of all of all of them. So, so in essence, really, the, the political economy aims to understand the the sheer forces that shape society. So, it's not it's not limited to to just global capitalism. It it could be whichever respective and uh, relative uh, economy that they that they practice and uh, and that shapes them it 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 it, uh, it creates their their reality so so uh, so yeah so let's take a step back and uh, let's let's kind of observe what uh, t- uh, what he's trying what uh, the wolves are trying to say so our, uh, so yeah, so Eric Wolf's uh, assertion is that our our global political economy is rooted in the history of colonialism, imperialism, and settler colonialism. So we we can't we can't deny the 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 fact that our system we know today is a result of the history and. Uh, and, and exploitation of of resources from lands that are considered uh, a satellite to the metropolis we know as a nation state. So, so to put it in a, into a modern example is that we so so this this podcast is is being conducted in the United States, and our and the American society, American political economy really relies on the infrastructure built from colonialism and the and in effect the the uh, to the the atrocities from settler colonialism so it should be noted that settler colonialism also includes genocide so so we know that uh, in, in history uh, that colonizers at times not necessarily all the time but at times committed genocides to then secure their footing there to then secure those resources raw materials and lands ports and other forms of uh, tangible necessities for 
capitalism. So, so what is capitalism? And so, in in essence, capitalism can be understood as um, as a kind of a perpetual search for profit. And there are so many ways that uh, these societies can can try and maximize profit, and in doing so, it creates a disproportionate outcome for for uh, everyone else that doesn't uh, uh, that's not a part of the the superstructure, so to speak. So, so in, in essence, what I'm trying to say is that uh, there are people in power of which control the the of this, so this ties into Marxism is that uh, it's, it's not to say that the the modes and means of production are 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 uh, are at uh, are of, of importance here. What I'm trying to say is, is that that while they are important, it's how those interplay with one another that's important for for wolf's perspective so so yeah so let's uh so let's begin um talking about how uh how we can view the 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 effects of hit of both history politics current politics past politics all all of it how it how it just interplays in a, in a web to then make a form of mosaic that is our modernity. <laughs> so, so, uh, so to explain it, I, I will be, uh, I'll be using what we can reference uh, kind of quickly, which is the, which is the pandemic, and uh, we we've seen in this just in this past nearly nearly two years now. Today's uh, today's December December sixth that. Our entire the the entire global economy was completely just just af- affected from from the the stands well the near standstill of of supply chains of labor and it it created ripples upon uh, waves upon waves that that were uh, will be will be probably be uh, feeling for who knows how long <laughs> so so uh basically so yeah so let's start with the pandemic so the united states was so dependent on the resources of what well, excuse me is so dependent on the resources from satellite entity uh, locations for raw materials goods and production of those goods Partly because of of other uh, things such as tariffs and trade agreements and NAFTA and and all that, so so basically, in essence, the mat so so when the when the shut when the lockdowns and stay at home order uh, occurred, every there was such a high demand for masks, yet we couldn't. As a as a nation, couldn't make as many as we needed because of the infrastructure that's present that uh, relies on the the uh, the use of these satellite locations and importing of these goods 
and the economy of scale is is a factor where where the more you buy the the cheaper the cost and when a uh, a, a a differing nation state and or a satellite location uh, that use it that um, needs uh, the commerce of of uh, of mass uh, of of wholesales, so to speak, to, uh, to support their own economy. So there's this tr- there's a form of uh, there's a there's a relationship in which the the satellite uh, entities need a uh, need the the income they need the money they need the money and and incur- from from the, the metropolis to be able to sustain its own infrastructure. So in in essence, the satellite uh, location of which is extra- is uh, the source of the the raw materials is uh, is in a dependent relationship, and so 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 for their own survival, they need to be able to uh, sell to to the metropolis, and for our for for the metropolis's own survival needs to, needs to either purchase the, the their resources and or find it somewhere else so so that's that was the issue during the, the dur- during the, um, the the demand for for masks ventilators and other goods is that basically the um, so so to, to for example I got this and uh, an article here that is on the production of of masks in the United States, and it kind of it states clearly how the the relationship of of uh, of insourcing, excuse me, and how and how the the how we how the nation needed to re to insource to be able to supply masks for its populace. Yet, because the the, res- the raw materials and resources and the the ways to produce those resources are not are not readily available within the United States, it needed uh, at a certain point it, it, the the scales shift. So, so I'll be reading these uh, quick, quick uh, two paragraphs here. So to give some context on on what I'm describing, so this is from uh, a KPBS uh, article from NPR entitled "U.S. Companies Shifted to Make N95 Respirators During COVID." Now they're struggling, and this was released in on June 25th, 2021. So it's just a, just a quick a few paragraphs. A year after several American businesses sprang up to manufacture much-needed masks, masks and N95 respirators within U.S. borders, many of those businesses are now on the brink of financial collapse, shutting down production and laying off workers. The nationwide vaccination campaign, combined with the influx of cheaper Chinese-made masks and N95 respirators, has dramatically cut into the company's sales and undermined their prices. While some call it a normal consequence of a free market, a few business owners say they feel abandoned 
by the same government that relied on them to help save American lives. So what this what these just these quick paragraphs are saying is is that is that the rush to insource production of of uh, of masks and respirators was an is an uh, is an effect of the the infrastructure that we know as global capitalism so so with all the with many many of these american companies rushing in to make masks the uh, the cost of the cost of labor is at its own price point the 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 cost of raw materials are at its uh, at its cost for, for for being produced in the united states so me, so what i'm trying to say is is that is that because the united states political economy is structured on the dependency of satellite loca- locations for resources the entirety entirety excuse me in in, in, in yes the entirety of uh, of the american political economy is extremely fragile so 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 yeah and and as so so as this article is saying is is that the the shift back towards uh foreign uh goods to uh, as in uh chinese made masks shows that that our infrastructure is entirely dependent on profit so so the so so it's to say that that uh there's no um that even a pandemic can't, uh, uh, can't uh, uh, really restructure the the superstructure we live in today, and uh, it's so so that's so that's why that uh, this article is is uh, kind of important is that it it really shows that that the the interplay of global capitalism has such a stronghold that it will it will that for the that to to secure the the benefits of profit and that is really the 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 main point that eric wolf is trying to assert is that 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 the interplay and the 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 workings of of global capitalism as we know it has not only shaped our society but has is thank you for sharing gabe as we know marx was the first one that came with the idea that material life does determine basically social political and economic processes that become later on a departure point for Wolf. 
Um, Wolf is heavily influenced by the Marxist theory, which is evident through his analysis of inequality, capitalism, and the creation of the Western history. Um, we re- reached to the end of another episode of Anthropological Theory. Thank you for listening to myself and my co-host Gabe, and we'll see you at the next episode.